Sanchez, conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Get now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Thank you, Greg Garriger. Steve Sanchez with you on this Monday edition of the show. Hour number two in front of us. Phone lines open once again, 702-257-5396 is how you join the conversation. You know, I was talking a little bit about, you know, the disappointments that we continue to have with Joe Biden. I'm glad a federal judge decided to strike down Joe Biden's federal mask mandate. They basically said illegal. It is illegal. You cannot force people to wear masks on planes. This has got to stop. Now, of course, the left is flipping out. They're freaking out, saying, oh, my God, COVID, what are you kidding me? Oh, my God. But yet they still go to concerts. They still rally. They protest. They get together. and they go. I mean, come on. It's got to stop. It's a control thing. Joe Biden got slapped in the face. Of course, they talked to Full of Saki, and Full of Saki said she's just very disappointed that the administration is very disappointed. But let me tell you what's going to happen, friends. The TSA, as of Monday are going to stop with the ridiculous mask mandates because Joe Biden has lost that battle. Now, the question is, does the Department of Justice continue to fight this? And does this go to the Supreme Court? And if it does go to the Supreme Court, will the Supreme Court do the right thing? I think you'll agree it's time to get rid of all the masks altogether, right? Optional. You want to wear them, go ahead. Optional, sure. But I think you'll agree it's time that that goes bye-bye. I know that the White House is not going to let any of this COVID stuff go too quickly because they just announced the new COVID summit that they're going to have. And they plan, and this is a quote, to vaccinate the world. They're going to have this, this summit and they announced it today. The United States, Germany, Belize, Indonesia uh, are going to go and get together for their second global COVID-19 summit in May. They're saying that even though the pandemic has been pushed on the back burner of headlines in recent months, do you wonder why? Um, the Biden administration said that this summit is necessary, and I quote, to bring solutions to vaccinate the world, save lives now, and build better health security. That is a quote from the administration. They're not going to give this up. How many of you, by a show of hands, believe that they're going to do COVID 2.0 in some capacity, some variant's going to come out, and this is going to be like right before the election, and there's going to be lockdowns again? I mean, seriously, I have to ask that question. That's a legitimate question to ask, right? I'm concerned about it. Let me tell you what else I'm concerned about that I'm going to throw out to you. Is this possibility of the Republican Party, or at least Republicans, 
that are business executives wanting Joe Manchin to become a Republican and run against Biden as a Republican in 2024. Did you hear about this? Well, this isn't rumor. This is fact. Several prominent business executives want to see Joe Manchin defeat Joe Biden, and they want him to run as a Republican. They said that this would ensure uh, our country getting the stabilization that it needs. Now, apparently, these Wall Street types, Nelson Peltz is one of them, hosted a $5,000 a plate fundraiser in Florida. And this is a billionaire now. Nelson Peltz, billionaire, his biggest state in Florida had a $5,000 a plate fundraiser where a bunch of wealthy people got together. They're trying to convince and they're labeling him as the conservative Democrat to switch to the Republican Party and they would back him as the nominee in 2024 to go against Joe Biden. What do you think about this, friends? Didn't you remember me saying this a couple months ago that this would happen? A lot of people said, no, that's a." Didn't you remember me telling you that Joe Manchin was going to be selected in some capacity, either literally being the guy to be a primary challenger possibly for Joe Biden or that he would be jumping ship and going to the Republican Party and he would be the guy that they'll try to push? That's if, in fact, you know, Donald Trump doesn't run. And it's very hard to say if Trump will run or not. It's a big mystery with Trump. But there's a likelihood that he won't. So I guess what I'm asking you is this. Is this a strategy at all? Does this make sense? Because even though Joe Manchin is a conservative Democrat, I don't think I want to see Joe Manchin for president. Now, let me be honest with you. I'd rather see Joe Manchin than Joe Biden. Sure. Who wouldn't? But I wouldn't want to see Joe Manchin as the president or at least the nominee running for president because Joe Manchin still has a lot of liberal tendencies. So, you know, they're calling Joe Manchin the conservative Democrat. I can't call him that because he's not a conservative Democrat. Joe Manchin is a centrist. He is a moderate Democrat, like the Democrats used to be of yesteryear. Does he have some fiscal conservative uh, viewpoints? Absolutely. But he also has liberal ones, too. But would this, could this be a strategy to actually have almost what they're saying is a sure win because Democrats would jump ship and go vote for Joe Manchin? I don't see how that's possible. I just don't think that the Democratic Party as a whole will take kindly especially the leftist faction of the party, would take kindly to Joe Manchin becoming a Republican. I don't think that the leftist lunatic faction of the Democratic Party are going to say, yeah, Joe Manchin, we're just going to embrace you with open arms. I don't think that's the case. I could be wrong. But I'm going to open up the phone lines. I want you to weigh in on this. 702-257-5396. That's how you join the conversation. Now, of course, Democrats... 
This is how they operate when they start hearing this stuff because they get concerned. They start talking about racism. Ah, the Republican Party, the GOP, full of racism. And they're saying a lot of this, not because of the concern that Joe Manchin could be a real selling point against Joe Biden. They're saying this because data analysis have just come out that Republican swing voters, in terms of registration, are so far ahead of Democrats in five battle ground states, including Nevada. So what does that mean? A lot of Democrats and independents are registering for Republican. They're registering as Republicans so they can vote in the primary for a Republican. Nevada being one of them. Nevada is one of the five battleground states, one of the swing states. I find this interesting. And, and, and because of this, the Democrats don't know what to make of it because they know they're losing their grip. They saw it on Easter Sunday yesterday with Joe Biden just floundering around out there. They know they're losing their grip. So they're concerned. So what do Democrats do when they're up against the corner or they're, you know, uh, kind of pinned down? They start calling racism. The GOP is the party of white supremacy. That's who the Republican Party is. They're doing that because they want to make sure that if, in fact, Joe Manchin does pursue switching parties and being a Republican, they're going to try to paint him out. Watch. They will turn and eat their own. That's how the Democrats are. They will turn and eat their own. So they're preparing themselves because even though Joe Manchin doesn't have any racist bone in his body, they'll make him sound like he is, in fact, a racist. What do you think about that, friends? Let's get down to business. Cliff, you're up next. Welcome to the program. All right, looks like Cliff has left the building. Let's go ahead and go to Frank. Frank, you're up next. Welcome to the show. Uh, Steve, real quick, and uh, your whole show, uh, I can never forget a constituent. And it, it's been about 18 months since I brought it up on your show, but he got fired because he refused to quit calling the president of the United States of, by his name, Barack Hussein. How how did 200, oh, oh, not tens of thousands, how did hundreds of thousands get into Minneapolis and Idaho and other places? Barack, I, I, I'm, I'm going to move on to your topic. I, I'm, I'm trying to keep track. I, I wish I had taken shorthand in college, college Steve. Okay. <laughs> uh, Steve, we, did you ever, and I know you played the game Risk, you just had to convince one ally to ally and get into a two-front war. Yep. And they allege that's how Hitler lost. Well, well uh, we Americans are in a thousand-front war, and you're bringing it up. Uh, our country is in peril. We're in the fight of our lives, buddy. And uh, I, I didn't take down my notes. I waited, and it was worth the wait. Uh, it, we're in trouble. Keep the topics up. Uh, I lost my train of thought. That's Good okay, picture. Frank. Always a pleasure, <laughs> and that's all right. I'm glad you were able to hang and uh, comment. And, you know, you are right. We are in a fight of our life, and I appreciate the call, Frank. We are absolutely in a fight of our life. This is why some Republicans, some very wealthy Republicans like Nelson Peltz, who's a billionaire, hosted a $5,000 a plate uh, dinner for Joe Manchin, and they're trying to convince him, Joe, become a Republican and run against Joe Biden. He'll fail for sure. 
I understand the urgency and the concern. But is Joe Manchin the right guy? Could he right now be the only guy? I don't think so personally, but I'm asking you this, especially my Democrat friends in this audience. We would love for you to enlighten us. The phone lines are open, 702-257-5396. I'm Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. Sanchez with you on this Monday edition of the show. Phone lines are open. 702-257-5396 is how you join the program, uh, the conversation. This Joe Manchin thing, it, it's, it's getting some, it's getting some press. Now, that doesn't mean we don't want Donald Trump. That doesn't certainly mean we don't want, uh, Ron DeSantis. But, Let's be intellectually honest, and it shouldn't always have to be this way, but let's be intellectually honest. A tremendous amount of money wins presidential elections. Shouldn't be that way, but it is. We've allowed it to be that way. So let's just take Donald Trump out of the running. Let's say Donald Trump doesn't run. And you've got these billionaires like Nelson Pelt. Let's say he puts a tremendous amount of dough behind Joe Manchin to become a Republican and run against Joe Biden. Could you support that? Would you want to support that? Should we support that? Because I look at a guy like Ron DeSantis, who is a governor and an executive. Look, let's be honest. Joe Manchin, you know, uh, has been a longtime servant in public service, but he certainly knows Ron DeSantis. And let's not forget, he still has some significant liberal tendencies. But I would certainly, without a shadow of a doubt, want him more than I would want Joe Biden. I would rather see, you know, him try to uh, challenge Joe Biden, um, if let's say there's not the right Republican, which could be a possibility, like Pence. It's very difficult. We're in a very difficult time right now in United States history because I just can't be certain that Donald Trump will win, or excuse me, will run. So, you know, we're getting these hints out there. I'm going to run. I'm not going to run. Maybe I'm going to run. I'm not going to run. Very difficult, very difficult to put our finger on this. It really is. Joe Biden is a mess. And I don't think any of us right now are really taking as serious as we should the kind of mess we're really in with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Because you get rid of Joe, you got Kamala. 
And that's not good either. I don't know which one's worst. Now, some will say, well, Steve, you know, either of them are not running the country. No, I get that. But what you don't realize is that there may be someone in Joe Biden's ear, obviously, someone running the show behind the scenes. But Kamala Harris being arrogant as she is, being prideful as she is, she could agree to anything and say, oh, yeah, I'll do this. Yes, you want me to push this narrative? I will. But once she gets into office, she's not mentally incapacitated like Joe Biden. So she can flip the narrative and say, too bad. I know I promised you this. I know I promised you that. But guess what? I'm going to do things my way anyways. That's a scary thought. When you look at this and you break it down, I mean, it really is. Now, I can tell you, with the election coming up, it's going to be even more paramount to, you know, have the right people representing us in Congress, especially the House of Representatives. Noah Mel Jerry, I believe, will do us, will make us proud representing us in District 3. Of course, that's where Susie Lee has been comfortable, but my message to Susie Lee is don't get too comfortable. Here comes Noah Malgeri. Noah is a business owner, engineer, attorney. He's a veteran, Bronze Star recipient. He was instrumental in the strategic plans in the early days of the Iraqi war. So the guy understands strategy. He is a constitutionalist, God, family, country without apology. And I think he would make us proud. He's certainly not afraid to um, speak his mind. And that's absolutely imperative right now based on what we're seeing in this country. So if you want more info on Noah, it's real easy. Just go noahfornevada.com. Pretty simple. noahfornevada.com. You'll find out who his endorsements are, and he's got a lot of them. You'll find out about his upcoming events, and he's got some coming up. You can volunteer. Every candidate needs to volunteer. Noah's no different. And you can donate right at his website. Because, again, this is all grassroots, and you know Susie Lee has the Democratic Party behind her. They're the money machine. We're the grassroots candidates and the grassroots party. And it's up to us. It's up to us to take our country back, is what I'm trying to say. It's up to us to take the state of Nevada back. Visit NoahForNevada.com. That's NoahForNevada.com. I'm Steve Sanchez. Quick break. When we come back, we got calls on hold. Don't you dare go away. Sanchez with you on this Monday edition of the show. Glad to be here. Geiler Financial Group helping you navigate through the financial uncertainties that we're facing in this country, especially with the stock market. I've said this once. I'll say it a thousand times. If you cannot make the right decisions 
with your finances, especially with Wall Street always breathing down your head saying, buy this stock, buy this, buy. Don't listen until you educate. And if you haven't read up on the swan strategy, that's the sleep well at night strategy, definitely you are going to regret when this stock market crashes. I want you to call one 983 safe That's one 983 7233 to get the white paper report called the Swan Strategy, the Sleep Well at Night Strategy, the one report your banker or your stockbroker hope you never read. There's a reason why J.C. Penney, John McCain, Walt Disney were able to do some financial great things with their money tax-free. Yes, there are tax-free things that are available that the IRS has this little hidden secret that they really don't want you to know about. Wall Street hopes you never know, even though they do this for themselves personally. The sleep well at night strategy Blows the lid off of what they don't want you to know. Again, one 983 safe Call now to get that sent to you either by mail or email. one 983 safe That's one 983 Now, we've been talking about, really, the election, and it's it's getting closer, and some of the shenanigans that the left will pull, you know, the the Joe Manchin thing, and, you know, will Joe Manchin, should Joe Manchin be the guy, will he make the most sense for this country, well, some very wealthy Republicans think so, and they're trying to convince him to become a Republican and take on Joe Biden in 2024, do you think that's the good move, the right move, yes, no, why, or why not, the phone lines are open, 702 Two five seven five three nine six. That's how you join our conversation. But right now, we've got someone locally that is also seeking your, well, needing your vote, needing to make a difference in Nevada. We're going to pick his brain a little bit. He's my friend and yours. You know him as Dan Lear, the great motivational speaker. He really is, but he's also running for assembly in District 23, and he decided to hang out with us for just a bit. Dan, are you with me? Dan, welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Really excited to be here, Steve. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, Dan, I I wanted to pick your brain a little bit, being that, you know, we're getting so close to June 14th, the primary. That's a big deal for everybody. It should be a big deal for the state of Nevada, and a lot of people need to pay attention. Now, with this said, I was just reading um, where Nevada, being one of the five battleground states, we're seeing a tremendous record number of Democrats and independents register as a Republican because they're just fed up. I mean, do you see that? Because I know you're running for District 23 Assembly. Are you seeing that as you're talking to people all over the state? Well, I've heard the same thing that you have, Steve, and that's so exciting. But what I can tell you, as uh, as, you, as you know, part of our job going out and, and attempting to win the uh, when the race is meeting with the voters and you do that in a variety of ways. And one of the ways is knocking on doors and introducing yourself to people. So I'm in full speed ahead in that mode. And, and I tell you what, people are just upset. People are upset. They're frustrated. You know, I, I walk up to the homes and I knock on the door. I hear the news in the background and they're, they're just, they just want people who are good people. I mean, I had lunch with a Democrat today and, uh, doesn't that sound like uh, that sounds crazy, right? That sounds like he's a bad person or something. But I, my, he's my good friend, and he's a Democrat, and uh, 
he was just saying that how how nuts things are and how uh, you know it's it's just it it just it just needs to change. He said, "I just want to vote for a good person." That's what he yeah. said. And so, I well, you know, like it's funny that you say that because Joe way. Manchin, they're they're trying to get Joe Manchin. It's funny that you say that they're trying to get Joe Manchin uh, to you know switch parties to become a Republican and run against Donald Trump in 2024. I'm just not feeling that in my heart. Not that Joe Manchin's a bad guy. I mean, he has kind of saved us a little bit with, you know, some of this excessive spending, but um, you know, this just tells me that the Democrats are in desperation when we're starting to hear that, you know, some wealthy Republicans are saying, "Hey, Joe, Maybe you should be the guy switch over to the Republican Party, because I guess what I'm trying to say, Dan, is Democrats and independents are so frustrated that they would jump ship. And I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing the same thing you did. I mean, what the question you let off with me about what do you hear? And I'm hearing the same thing. I'm hearing uh, people are registering Republicans at gas stations. I mean, I'm hearing all type of things. It's just yeah. I don't know what the ratio is, but it's, it's a big and I'm excited about it. Yeah, there uh, there is a real buzz going on in in Nevada. I see it in in Southern Nevada specifically. Uh, there's a real buzz. People are excited. So you know, obviously, you've been very successful in your endeavors, and you know, we give you our full support here. You know that I've had you on before, and I'm glad you're hanging out with us a little bit tonight. Um, you know, you've been a businessman. You, you you you're a motivational speaker. The the benefit that I think you have from your opponents is you do know how to speak to people and talk with them, not at them. And and I think where we're at in this country, where we're at in the state of Nevada, where we're at in southern Nevada, is extremely important and a valued asset. Are, are you seeing that people are reacting, saying, you know, I like that you're speaking with this, having conversations, just not talking at me like, you know, mm-hmm. you need to vote for me and here's why. You're, you're sitting down and you're going over your conservative priorities with them. Yeah, people do appreciate that, and, and uh, people do like the fact that, that I speak, but I'll tell you what they like more. They, they, they like the fact that, you know, I feel like uh, many people know my story about going through chemotherapy and almost dying, but when you do right. that, it changes the way you look at the world. So I look sure. at people different, and I want to know what's going on, and I feel empathy for all types of people, and I want to be a leader, and I think people... People want people that are going to tell the truth, and I'm not afraid to tell the truth. And so when I'm talking to my constituents, they just that's all they want. They want someone to represent them that's going to tell the truth and stand up for American values. And that's that's the reason I'm running. I mean, I I grew up in this great country that's given me opportunities along with everybody else. And so I want to keep it that way. And and, uh, I'm I'm just focused on, on winning this. It's a primary race for me, Steve. If I win the primary, then I've got a, a great shot of winning because we I live in a Republican district. So I've got two right. opponents, and, uh, you know, I just got to outwork them, and that's what we're going to do. Yeah, and, and you know, even though your opponents, you know, do have some conservative principles and they have some values, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. Sure. I think there, again, is a real difference with you, and I'll say that because this audience needs to hear this. You know, my audience trusts me. They trust my judgment. And there is a difference because you're really not only talking about, you know, a lot of people have the talking points. Oh, I want to talk about education. Oh, I'm going to change health care. I'm going to you have plans on how to do just that. And there's the difference. There's a big difference from saying, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But you're saying, hey, look, I've lived through this health care system that is really broken 
here's my plans, here's what I want to do. And I think this is why your popularity is soaring because of that. You're, you're sitting down and you're saying, look, I've been there. I'm just not telling you this is a talking point. I've been through a broken system, and here's how we're going to fix it. Yeah, you're not you're not kidding, and I and I feel like that helps me a lot when I'm talking in the healthcare world. But also, in addition to that, you know, I'm a I'm 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 would have qualified to teach. I have a teaching degree, so I don't I don't teach, but I'm te- qualified to teach in K through 12, and also in college. And so I've been in the school systems. I understand what's going on, and, and uh, it just breaks my heart to see what's happening to our children right now. So yeah. uh, I've been, you know, just like you said, with the, uh, with the medical care, I'm all over that, learning and growing and find, finding how to fix things. And with this uh, school system thing, I'm, I'm, all, I'm at all these meetings, the CCSD meetings, finding out who does what, because mm-hmm. we need someone in there that can go up to uh, Carson City and can actually get some things done. And I feel like my skill set, Steve, is I bring people together. I mean, that's what right. I do. I, I bring people together, and I get the most out of people. Now, right. I might be, you know, a dreamer, uh, but I feel like I can go up there and do the same thing, even under the circumstances. So yeah. that's that's what I'm excited about. I want to make a difference for our constituents, for our for our for our city, and for our state. And and uh, this that's coming right up. That primary is coming right up, and and I'm focused on getting out there and making that happen. No, around the corner for sure. Well, Dan, in closing, how does this audience find you? You've got events coming up. You you need volunteers. You need donations, obviously. This is grassroots. How do they find you? How could they get involved? Yeah, thank you so much. Of course, we need volunteers. Of course, we need donations. And uh, But you can find all my information on, on the web at Dan Lear. That's D-A-N-L-I-E-R, the number four, Nevada. Dot com. That's Dan Lear. That's D-A-N-L-I-E-R, the number four, Nevada.com. They can find everything there, including a, a video about me telling me my positions, some of the things I've been through as a small business owner, uh, and uh, also how to donate. So that would be incredible. Well, Dan, good. I'm going to make sure that this audience knows, gets involved, and I know it's a busy night for you. You're out there everywhere. I appreciate you hanging out for a bit. Obviously, we'll be having you on again in the next couple of weeks to to talk further about you know your plan, what you're going to do. But I do appreciate you hanging out on a Monday, and uh, I'm glad that you'll be back with us again soon. You bet. And, Steve, for all your listeners out there, remember, the choice is clear. Vote for Dan Lear. I love it. I love it. I love that. Dan, thank you. Be blessed, my friend. Thanks for hanging out with us. That was Dan Lear. He's running for Assembly, District 23. And the best and I think most important thing that you can take away from what he said, he does know how to bring people together. That's what he's done his whole business career. Worked for Tony Robbins. If you haven't seen who Dan Lear is, he is a motivational speaker for corporate America. I mean, he knows how to bring people together. And friends, I'm going to be straight with you. That's what it takes. You know, Joe Biden said, build back better. He knew that wasn't going to be true. Someone like Dan Lear knows how to sit down and literally help people be instrumental and getting things done. We can't always be in gridlock, right? That's the key. I want you to make sure you go visit DanLearForNevada.com. That's DanLearForNevada.com. You can find out about his upcoming events, his positions, and yes, please donate there. He needs your help because we need to get him over the finish line on June 14th. That is the primary. I'm Steve Sanchez. Quick break. When we come back, the call's on hold. We're getting right to you. 
Don't go away. You know, with lots of places out there wanting to loan you money fast, I'm seeing that, especially with tax time today. People are like, oh, my God, I owe. I I need to get a loan. Don't go to these national lenders that will stand on your head, uh, their heads to make you a deal because they just they'll screw you over is what I'm trying to say. Ed, the old school lender, has been serving you. Las Vegas, 32 years. He can help. So if you're like, oh, my God, I didn't know I was going to owe another couple thousand to the IRS, but I don't want them carrying me because they're awful and the penalties and the interest. Ed can help you for a lot less. I guarantee it because he has something called the easy loan process. Bad credit, no credit, bankruptcy, doesn't matter. As long as you have a good full-time job, he can help you. With 1000 2000 up to 5000 same-day cash, call him now. He's standing by till 9 p.m. Pacific tonight to help you so it could get you out of this IRS problem. Or if you just have a bill or you have something coming up, he's the guy. 702 613 2153 702-613-2153. Payback plans are flexible and easy. Proof of income, the only requirement. 702-613-2153. All right, let's go ahead and get back to business. J.D., you're up next. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Steve. Uh, before I get to your question on Mansion, I wondered if you got my message on Sherelle Mendenhall appearing on a uh, local talk show tomorrow. Uh, no, I did not. Uh, if you could check it, uh, he, she is appearing with that guy in the morning that used to be on in the morning with the other guy, who's already been bantering for the last three or four days why she didn't apologize, why she didn't walk out on that event with uh, your buddy uh, uh, Neffy. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. Okay, so no, I, been, I, I wasn't aware. Yeah, I'll, he was, I'll, I'll check in. He's been banging on her uh, for three or four days, uh, like he does against all Republicans that uh, – uh, she's uh, condoned the racist uh, remarks by him, and she's going to appear tomorrow at 12 o'clock on his radio show. I don't want to mention his name. You know who I'm talking about, the morning. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I know I know who you're talking about. Okay. The, 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 uh, the I don't know how these guys became billionaires. First of all, Joe Biden got to the White House on less than a quarter tank of gas. He's on E right now. In the next couple of months, the red light's going to be coming out. He's out of gas. Joe Biden is not going to make it to the end of his term. That's 33 more months. He has no energy. He has no ability to do the job. He is going to have to resign sometime next year, in my opinion. And how, how, how these billionaires could uh, put up Joe Manchin is just ridiculous when you got guys like Pompeo and guys like DeSantis and guys exactly. like Trump exactly. hanging, in, hanging in the wheel. The only reason they, I think Trump hasn't announced yet, Steve, is because uh, because of the financials regarding running, uh, yeah. it's too early. He can't do it until, I think, after the election, uh, midterm. Yeah. Uh, there's some some rule there. So, I mean, they had a re- recent Rasmussen 
polls, I think uh, the people under 35 have a 23 percent approval of Biden and the general uh, population, 35 percent. Seven percent of Republicans believe that he's doing a good job. I'd like to meet that 7% of Republicans. Who think yeah, I don't, I don't think they exist. Well, they, they might exist, J.D. They might exist because, you know, you got the Romney Knights out there and the Murkowski Knights out there and all these others. But, uh, J.D., I wish I had more time. We simply just ran out of time, but always a pleasure. And uh, I appreciate that, and I appreciate the 411. I'll check into it because we want to make sure that our candidates like Sherelle Mendenhall and others are not going to be thrown under the bus with some of these leftist loonies that uh, pretend that they're something more than they are. And I do appreciate it. And I know there's a bunch of calls on hold. Just couldn't get to everybody tonight. My apologies. We will do this all over again tomorrow, so please call back. But I want to remind you of Newsmax TV and Grant Stinchfield. He is covering the dangerous world we're in, and we are. you got China threatening Taiwan. North Korea firing missiles. Of course, the Ukraine war is still there. America is in possible real danger because Joe Biden's putting us there. Grant Stinchfield does a great job every single night handling the business of keeping us informed. He's got an expose called Dangerous Joe. It looks at how Joe Biden's decisions are really hurting us. So make sure you tune in every single night at 5 p.m. Pacific on Newsmax. Of course, 20 million Americans watch it all the time. I do, too. Las Vegas, I want you to be one of those. It's on every major cable and streaming platform. And, of course, you can download the Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android to watch it now. So switch. Watch Newsmax. I'm Steve Sanchez. I'll be back tomorrow night. Until then, God bless, and we'll catch you on the other side. You've been listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit thestevesanchezshow.com.